You practice, I make progress. It's the postman. You're listening to me on the Three Count Podcast. I knew that she raised one. I all of your won't change Who you think? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to a very fine edition of the Three Count. Oh, my mic dropped podcast. Let's go down the roster, and it just broke. Anyway, I'm going to hold it like this for the rest of the podcast. Introducing first to my left on my screen, he is the co-host. He's my second in command. He's the landlord of the Dog Pound. He is the Red Dog of Red Dogs, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, He's the man that runs this show because I don't do shit. I don't run shit. I just talk shit. Ladies and gentlemen, the Red Dog, Cliff Miller. Often duplicated, often imitated, never duplicated, even if you follow us and then you decide that you want to go live stream. Catchphrase. Yeah, I said it. That's all I got. And introducing to my right, he is the man to my left, Clifford Miller's best friend. He's uh, having an aneurysm right now, and he's flipping me the bird. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Lou, the franchise. Ladies and gentlemen, I have reached 1,000K followers on TikTok. Follow me as I go live, bitches. I just really don't think that you should be calling your TikTokers bitches. That's yeah. I'm talking you, you guys, you guys too. One. Oh. Hey, listen, Lou the franchise is down with the bitches and hoes. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling his wife. And introducing next, uh, down to the bottom of the left on the screen, he is the 80-time World Heavyweight National Universal uh, Intercontinental Bear Wrestling. Slap your mama because the chicken tastes like crack. The Ravens won again this week. World Heavyweight African Diaspora World Negro Spiritual Singing. Coronavirus Surviving Racist Smacking. You can't call the commission on him because he's still going to run his yard fed like an indie fed. Heavyweight champion of the world, Chris Idol. You know what? I, I, I love I love when you throw in that one line that just makes me crack up. I, I wasn't ready for that. Always happy to be here, though. Oh, man. Got to. I got to. And, well, next is uh well i don't know if he's here or not but hey if he is he'll do his little bullshit intro but ladies and gentlemen the last but certainly not the least he is my little brother and that is the only reason he's on this show is because he's my little brother all the way from millersville university he is the napster he is q uh he's joshua evans but here on the three count podcast he is uh, jj You do realize nobody can hear the music 
不言。To the silence, keep them off the street. Dangerous times going off. Make sure y'all pray. Pray because there's dangerous times going on. Pray. Hallelujah. All righty. So, uh, if you're going to start doing these actual, you know, musical interludes before you come out, I'm going to need you to uh, let us all know so we can mute our mic so everyone can actually hear the music. Yeah. Um. Anyway, can we? Uh, oh wait, but can we give can we give JJ props for uh trading in his guns for uh the Holy Ghost? <laughs> no, we won't give him props for that. Not at all. Anyway, uh, ladies uh, and gentlemen, like I said, this is Three Account Podcast. Thank you for all of our viewers on YouTube right now who are checking us out live. Uh, we appreciate you so, so, so very much. And to all of our podcast listeners who are listening to this a day after, we appreciate you as well. Let's get through some announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, as you already know, if you are a loyal fan of the Three Count Podcast, this week we dropped some knowledge on you, and that is now entering the ring. We've had some new episodes drop on now entering the ring. So if you have not listened to those episodes, if you – uh, well, if you listen to our three count podcast on the uh, podcast format, you need to pause this episode, go back into your episode list, go listen to all of those now entering the ring episodes and then come back to this one. But if you're watching us on YouTube, wait till we're done, then go <laughs> listen. Or if you're on YouTube, wait, then go watch the videos on YouTube um, to go listen to uh, listen or watch those now entering the ring episodes definitely some knowledge that is being dropped it's a pot it's a wrestler's podcast for the wrestler uh those now entering the rings also if you want to support the three count podcast monetarily which means uh giving that ka-ching ching ching as you can see with uh the red dog jj and myself we're all three of us are rocking some three count podcast t-shirts get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt that has the three count logo right there or you can also get a OG Crew Three Count Podcast t-shirt featuring yours truly, the Red Dog, Chris Idol, JJ, and myself. Lou is not getting on a shirt anytime soon. <laughs> hey, so really quick, man, before we go dig too, dig too, too, uh, too deep, we also have been getting like a lot of chats in right now. So um, I, Lou's not even on the mic, so he just, it doesn't matter. Uh, someone asked uh, Michael Rogue, Roeg. Uh, he asked, Lou, why did you stop your TikTok? And that's because we were going live here. Um, okay, well, and then Michael put in his name. Um, do you all have TikTok? So we don't all have TikTok. Um, I, have t- I have a TikTok. Uh, if you guys don't follow me, it's the underscore red dog 85. I'm sure you guys do. Obviously, Lou underscore the underscore franchise. And then Chaz underscore the Dom. Um, that's where you can find Chaz. Uh, Idol does not have one yet, and neither does JJ, so... Uh, Thank God I don't. What? Thank God I don't. Uh, you should. It's like the fastest growing network, and we all have like a lot of followers. So mm, piss off. Anyway, Amanda, hello. Uh, Stacy Allen says hello, and then Amanda says I love the intro. Um, and then Stacy Allen said I just tuned in. I was on a Ron podcast. Ha ha ha. The intro is amazing, though, isn't it? So people, uh, I love your intro. 
Uh, Stacy Allen asks, do you ship to the UK? Yes, we ship to the UK. Um, as far as you can do is go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. You can order your shirts there and then they will ship it to the UK for you. So. Yeah, I was going to get to that, uh, putting the link out there. But yeah, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash three count pod. You can get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt. Also coming up very, very soon is the season finale, ladies and gentlemen, the season finale of the Three Count Podcast. That's right. Um, it's almost been a year, guys, and uh, we are coming towards the end of the year. So on that season finale, I will uh, – well, I'm going to announce who's going to be on. We're going to have a lot of special guests on. And uh, number one guest that's going to be on, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he was on now entering the ring, but he's coming back to be on the actual edition of the podcast. That's G-Postal, uh, independent wrestler G-Postal, will be on the season uh, finale of the Three Count Podcast. So make sure you tune in when the season finale drops. Uh, that will be in November. Arr. Let's get down to business. It's now time for the Wednesday Night War Rundown. <laughs> All right, here we go. So. Wednesday night rundown this week. Uh, as always, AEW and NXT went head to head for the ratings and demo war. So, Wednesday night dynamite had 826,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 753,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demographic was a 0 0.30, which is 15th overall, which is down from their 0 0.31 which was 19th overall last week. So moving on to NXT. NXT brought in 651,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 639,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demographic was 0.17, uh, which is 51st overall, which is up from last week's 0.16 which was 56 uh, overall. I mean, I'm sorry. I, their point seventeen was 51st overall this week. Last week was 56th overall. So uh, NXT loses again this week. But uh, AEW bounced back pretty, uh, pretty well from having the uh, vice president debate last week. Um, so this is the second week that uh, NXT didn't chart. Um, so let's give our thoughts. One word answers. Who had the better show? Uh, Red Dog, who you got? Um, I liked, I like NXT, just to be honest. Okay. Uh, I also want to put out there that this was AEW's anniversary show this week as well. Uh, Idol, what did you, what did you get? AEW, NXT. Um... I, I got to go with NXT. I did not watch Dynamite. Imagine that. He never does. <laughs> I did not watch that. Now, now I was going to watch. Yeah. But uh, I had something to do. Why are you always lying? Anyway. No. All right. No. So funny story, right? So I, I, I had it. I, I DVR'd it because I DVR it every week, even though I don't watch it. But I was going to watch it because it was the anniversary episode and that was going to be nice. And I shit you not, I got five minutes into the episode and then my mom asked me to run errands. 
So then, yeah, I was like, well, that's the end of that. That's a sign from the Lord. And I didn't try to watch it again. <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. But all right, Anthony, AEW, Mark, what do you got? First off, that's to you, buddy. Uh, surprise, surprise, who won the Wednesday Night War? It's, what is it, like 99, 99 out of 100? Shit. I'm not even going to war anymore. Go back go, Put it in next year, Tuesday, if you guys want the viewership. Uh, anyways, AEW had a better show. All right, JJ. He's a he's a he's an he's an NXT Mark II. All righty, NXT it is because now he's a mute. Um, I gotta go. Funny thing is, I gotta go with NXT as well. Um, oh, surprise, Chaz. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who are you calling a Mark? Right. You too, Mark. People are you have no mark. right. You legitimately, like, as biased as we try to, we try to be super unbiased about both shows. Like, we could be honest and be like, yo, we like certain things. Hey, JJ, did you, watch, did you watch AEW? Shut your mouth. You're the only one here that goes, Dynamite was the best show of all time. Fuck NXT. WWE. I watched NXT. Fuck balls. Who all here watched NXT and AEW? Um, I did. I did. I do every <laughs> week, as I've done every week. Oh, look at look at the other two. Oh, that's what I'm saying. The other two, well, they didn't watch it. But you can't call anybody a mark, right? So here's the thing. So all here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Shut up. This is my show. Listen. So. I watch You can't call me a mark because guess what? There have been weeks on this show where I have said that NXT just does not do it for me. So don't even sit there on your freaking computer screen talking about uh, Chaz, you're an NXT mark. When half the time I feel like AEW does put on a better show, I get entertained by it. But this week on the anniversary show, Anthony, that was not it, Chief. Moving on. Hey, really, Put your mic down. We uh, we have uh, Michael Curse on here. Who's oh, Michael first says, "Lou, can you see Lou the franchise? Can you see me?" Actually, if you guys go on the chat on the live, you guys can see the chat come through too. Um, Micah says, "Ryback and a three man band need to come back." That's not going to happen. Uh, Amanda it would make says, NXT better. Stop, Stace. Hey, Stace. It's Amanda. There's like conversation going on. Hey, it's good to see you. Dolph Ziggler is the best WWE superstar. I would say bestseller, not best WWE superstar. Um, this is my first time on your live. Thank you, Michael, for joining us. And then everybody else from our TikTok has actually been joining on and just like following us. So thank you guys for all, all coming on and checking us out. Awesome, awesome. So thank you again to all of our uh, live viewers on YouTube for checking us out. So we're going to move on after Anthony just pissed me off 10 minutes into the show. Uh, <laughs> I pissed you off. Jeez, man, this is how you know this show's about to get wild. So, uh, topic number one, we're going to get right down uh, to it. So, Io Shirai um, is your NXT Women's Champion. She's been NXT Women's Champion for quite a while now. And uh, I think it's safe to say, and this is, I'm going to just put my opinion out there, uh, right there. I think this, ta- uh, her- wow, I can't speak because he pissed me off so much. I got <laughs> to calm down. Um, Cliff, can you bring this topic in? Because I can't even talk. I got to calm down. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, so Io Shirai has been our, our WWE NXT Women's Champion uh, for a good while now. But the problem is, is that she, um, she really hasn't had very many, like, memorable matches. To, if any, she hasn't had any memorable matches. And that's, like, the biggest issue that we're having. So is Io Shirai's run as women's WWE 
not NXT champion, just a waste. Like, uh, we'll start. I'll I'll finish up. So we'll go Lou, JJ Idol, uh, the host Chaz, and then I'll I'll wrap it up. Uh, yes, it has. Uh, um, you're probably gonna hear me say this a couple times. This this show, nothing against WWE Mark. company. Shut up, Mark. Um, the WWE writing is just screwing, screwing her, and they're not building her up at all. And so it's it's been a real little cluster, I think. Okay, it's my turn, and you know what I think? This all stems back to when Charlotte, <laughs> damn Blair. It all stems back to that shovel. It stems back. I don't need the notifications, okay? Anyway, um, so here's why, and I'm going to give you why. Charlotte Flair single-handedly ruins everything. She ruined the women's division and the main roster, and she couldn't have enough, and she had to ruin NXT's women's roster. What was the purpose of her title reign? Nothing. And you guess what? She didn't even take the pin either. So, of course, eh. And in the matches that EO's been in, eh. Boring. Suck. But it all goes back to Charlotte Flair, because Charlotte Flair should have took the pin and made it. So, you know, when EO beats Charlotte, you know, it would have been cool. But no. She never does anything except take and take. She doesn't put anybody over. But what about Becky? That was, a, that was an accident. We don't have to go there. But other than that, who else? Nobody. Didn't Bailey beat her? No. <laughs> Discredit every horsewoman. That don't count. <laughs> Nobody. See, even Idol, look, he, he knows it's true, too. He's like, huh? Yeah. All right, Idol, it's on you. Um, okay, well, I don't think it's Charlotte Flair's fault. You're damn right it's Charlotte Flair's fault. Well, I mean, even if she pinned Charlotte and then they still did the exact same stuff that they've been doing, it wouldn't have changed. Um, I wouldn't say it's a flop. I just think that... I think it's a timing thing. Like, we had Shayna Baszler's Amazing Reign. We had Rhea beat Shayna, which was a big deal. Shayna lost, I mean, uh, Rhea lost to Charlotte, and then EO got it. Now, I think that because so many big things happened prior to EO's reign, EO's reign has felt less than, on top of the fact that NXT's women's division is in like a re- has been in a rebuilding phase, basically, this year. So I think EO's been a victim of circumstance. I think she's been, she, she's done the best with what she's had to work with, but I think more than anything, she was just a victim of like timing. 
Give it to Idol for the first intelligent answer of the show. Um, yeah, I think it's been lackluster. I do. I don't. I want to call it a bust yet because we don't know how far that um, she's gonna hold this title up to. Um, I will say it's lackluster. Uh, a lot of the like. Let's not say that she hasn't. Not to say that she has not been in good matches. Now I don't want to put this as far as the matches per se, because she's had killer matches. She's had matches with, you know, with top names like Dakota Kai, Sasha Banks, uh, you know, JJ's girl, um, uh, Rhea as well. So, and let's not forget the match that she won the title on, which is a triple threat match with Charlotte and, uh, and Rhea. So I don't want to necessarily say it's just the matches. I do want to say that the storylines and the build have been lackluster and has not been up to par with, like Idol has said, with the rest of the NXT women's uh, division that, you know, that we're used to and that we're accustomed to. So I don't want to say it's the match. I just feel like they have not really booked EO and engaging storylines. Like, there isn't really much that she's done, really, except for having these high-quality matches. And you can have high-quality matches, but if there's nothing to build them up to, there's no story, it's just matches. So uh, I, I don't think it's a bust. I do think it has been uh, lackluster. Go ahead, Cliff. Cliffy. Yeah. Oh, my God, this dude. So I think for me what the hardest part is is that uh, EO is a better chaser than she's a champion. That's the biggest problem I think I have is that she cuts the best promos like when she's, you know, she's going after a championship. And unfortunately, WWE – well, I shouldn't say WWE. NXT – uh, hasn't built up the women's division yet, right? So, I mean, we talk about the names, right? Like Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, um, Casey Canzano, and um, oh god, and see, like, then you start running the names. Like Shotzi Blackheart is still like up and coming. Um, Mercedes Martinez, as well as Mia Yim, both went up to the main roster. So it's hard to like get all these names in when your roster is constantly getting gutted and you can't like put those names out there. Um, and you can't build like a solid story around all these people because they keep getting pulled. So it's very difficult to like invest into like solid heels because I know Rhea's still down there, but she's got her thing going on with Reina Gonzalez. So they've got their own little matchups happening. But it's just tough when you have a champion who was such a better chaser than what she at, when I was she's at the top. You're kind of like, well, who's going to take it off of her? And it's it's tough to get that that battle or that build up. Uh, the women's division, unfortunately, has been gutted because WWE is, like, trying to, like, fix their rosters and really focus on women, uh, women wrestling. But not, – and that's not a discredit. It's just a great credit to NXT building up a women's division. And then WWE, like, you know, the main roster, they're just, like, they don't know what to do with their toys. So they just throw their – they just grab a whole bunch of new people, put them on the show, and hope that they take off. And while NXT is, like, still building up, you know, indie stars are still building it up. So, unfortunately, the storylines aren't there. And then the women's division is always being gutted. So, that's kind of it. Anthony, you, 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 you've been laughing for the past, like, two answers. You, you have something to retort, my good foul? Yeah. You. <laughs> You're like, leave it to Justin for being the, for the first real answer. But then you used what I said. The creativity. They're not building it up. Give it to Justin now. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. So, 
Raw Underground, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Raw Underground has been canceled for the time being, is what it looks like. Um, uh, so we got word that Raw Underground has been canceled. Uh, there hasn't really been a, a real reason why that they WWE canceled Raw Underground, but there is speculation due to the fact that Raw Underground uses you know, all the talent across WWE's platform, which is, you know, NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Uh, they wouldn't use anyone from 205 Live, really, because uh, that makes no sense. But, you, give it the, you know, you never know with them. But um, it's a pandemic going on, guys. And uh, I think also they want to credit Raw Underground from uh, being one the recent uh, coronavirus outbreak at the Performance Center. So they want to stop all, you know, the mixing of the brands, which they should have done in the first place. That's why there's a brand split. But Raw Underground being canceled, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? We'll start with JJ, Anthony, Cliff, Idol, and then I'll take the end. This. This puts a smile on my face. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. All right, Thanos. Hopefully, I hope they don't remember you. Raw Underground, you should have aimed for the head. No! Okay. That was my nerd moment. But yeah, thank God this stupid piece of crap of a show called Raw Underground is over. Thank heavens. Thanos, you did the right thing by getting rid of this awful, 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 horrible, pathetic program known as Raw Underground. Thank you. Thank you so much. It makes the three hours so much more worth it. Not. It still sucks. Go ahead, Anthony. WWE writing is garbage. Um, I I wasn't a fan of it at first, but then I kind of got, okay, let's see what happens. And kind of like on the edge of saying, well, it could go somewhere. And then there it goes again. Vince says, "Not no grass in this motherfucker again. Uh, just uh, pisses me off. WWE ring pisses me off. There's stuff like Yoshirai, now Raw Underground. And it's just like, oh, my God. This is why I watch AEW mostly. But is it a bad thing or a good thing? I, from from you know, I'm getting cut. I think it's a bad thing because it just shows that they can't commit to something. I like that. Actually, you know what? That's not bad. I like that you said that they can't commit to something. They there's so many like start stop pushes that they've been doing with like Ricochet, Cedric. I'm worried about the Hurt Business being one of those guys that's going to be in there. Retribution is off obviously falling off the wayside. Is Raw Underground being canceled a bad thing? Yes, 100%. It's a bad thing. Why? Because I actually enjoy that product. I know a lot of people over here, they're all just like, yeah, this, it is what it is. I'm not a fan of it, this, that, and the other. Whatever, man. Like, at the beginning, when they had some actual dudes who had some actual talent outside of 
like being your normal entertainers as far as like Ziggler being a shoot wrestler, Ivar and Eric obviously being like the Vikings, like they're like tough ass dudes. You know, we brought in like a lot of different people and it was like a lot of fun. Like, and I just felt like it was something different that we were getting, especially when we had, you know, uh, we had Justin Duke and we had Mir- uh, Maria Shafir like on the, on the show as well. Like just fighting people, like people who actually had skill sets outside of what their normal supposed to be doing right like oh everybody here's like a great wrestler but people got to show off different parts of their personality in this one broadcast and it was like for those 20 minutes right it was fun for me it was fun because i got to watch guys actually do something else like like we said Dolph had a legitimate wrestling background you had to hurt business come through right and they were showcasing what they do when you have someone like uh mvp who's got a black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu you have Bobby Lashley, who was undefeated in his, oh, he had two losses in his MMA career. You had Shelton Benjamin, who was a legitimate collegiate wrestler. You had just like all these, these different elements that made things happen. Arturo Elas, who was, you know, a master in Capoeira. It was just, I got to see something different and I genuinely got to enjoy it. But unfortunately, WWE can't commit to shit. Like they just can't. And they just pull everything out. Like the raw general managers, like general managers in general, or like, you know, we'll see Shayna Baszler and, and this women title tag team run. It's just, they can't commit to shit. And it pisses me off. Uh, yeah, I think it's a bad thing. Uh, raw underground. It was, uh, an opportunity for, uh, some of the guys and gals that don't get TV time to have some TV time. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this segment. What, what the segments were like? What like four minutes tops a piece, spread out throughout the third hour. So it wasn't like it was taking up a giant amount of TV time. Um, so you know it sucks for them. Uh, I need you know professional wrestlers in Florida to fucking act like we're in a pandemic. Then maybe we wouldn't have to get rid of Raw Underground. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> Things are going fine. Hey, what was it? Fucking Braun Strowman was at some festival with no mask on. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, that's the that's the that's the real problem. Like, yes, normally WWE doesn't commit to shit. You're absolutely, you guys are absolutely right with that. But I think in this case, I think this is a case of just their talent being stupid and reckless and got the shit canceled. Oh, oh, we got a run in here on the three count podcast war room, ladies and gentlemen. So it is now time for the man that deserves an Oscar, the man that deserves an Emmy. He deserves a Grammy. He deserves a Kids Choice Award. And quite frankly, he deserves quite every uh, entertainment award that is uh, on God's green planet Earth. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here on the three count podcast. For only uh, $9.99, you can watch Jeremy Showtime Grimes. I miss you guys. Uh, If I deserve anything, I deserve to be kicked off the podcast because I'm literally the worst co-host ever. You Uh, said that, not me. Hi, guys. Hi, Lou. My favorite Spanish guy on the podcast. Uh, The fuck? (laughs) JJ, uh, JJ 
take those ugly ass glasses off. You know, I'm the only one who's allowed to wear glasses around here. How's college going, by the way? Um, Chris Idol is always uh, fuck all the business. Wait a minute, did you just say that he's your favorite Hispanic guy on the podcast? Cliff, we're gonna you're have like, to have a talk. We're gonna have to have a Cliff, talk. You're like you're like McCain. You're like you're like you're a, a, I'm like McCain. Are you saying I'm dead, sir? I'm dead to you? Is that what you mean? Is that where we're going with this? Listen, we have people in this fucking chat right now who are legitimately excited to see you and asking how you're doing, and I'm sitting here thinking about giving you a grade three concussion now. Like, I'm low kidding about this life. If you're feeling froggy, man. I mean, it is what it is. Anyway, thank you for interrupting me, Cliff, so I'll get to you last um, because, I mean, honestly, I don't miss anything about you because I just saw you today. Um, no, no, no. It's always good to see Cliff, um, our favorite residential white guy of the podcast. And <laughs> otherwise. Um, so, yeah. So uh, wh- where are we at, Chaz? Uh, fill me in because, you know, I'm, I'm fashionably late. Oh, we're talking about Raw Underground. Garbage. It being canceled. Is it a good Gar- thing or a bad thing? I, I mean, I think I just answered it. It's, it's a good thing. So what you're telling me is instead of bringing in enhancement talent to get squashed by Braun Strowman in a wrestling ring, we have them get spit, uh, squashed by Baba 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 Tunde, and um, who has made like two NXT appearances. Uh, you got guys like uh, Arturo Ruiz, who's like professional, who's a professional fighter, who can legitimately knock somebody out, losing to Dolph Ziggler, because that makes a lot of sense. Because let's give Dolph Ziggler a push in a fight club while he's 155 pounds. No offense. Hey, chill. Dolph Ziggler is a very accomplished amateur wrestler. That's awesome. But uh, Ruas is – or Ruas was – he's like a black belt in uh, – what is that? Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. I didn't do my – I didn't study for this. Uh, it might be the concussion. I'm going to blame it on the concussion. Uh, but Capoeira. So, he could be good and everything like that. I mean, I think he's also like a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, so – let Nick Nemeth take him to the ground, and they get choked the fuck out. But then again, you got Shane McMahon just doing shit because it's daddy's company, and we need to find something for him to do, you know? He's not screwing Triple H, so he's got to do something. Um, I'm glad this got canceled, and I'm sure we're going to get canceled after me five minutes of talking here. No, no, it was a waste of time. There's a lot of talented wrestlers who could be wrestling. If I want to watch Fight Club, I'll go watch the movie, or I'll watch the UFC. Which you can or I'll watch it on IWTV. What's that? I said, or I'll watch Fight Club on IWTV. There we go. Yeah, watch uh, Fight Club on IWTV, of course. Good plug there. I know we had our man Johnny Cross on the show. Um, or you can watch Bloodsport, which is probably a lot better uh, because you have actual fighters on there. <laughs> and once again, they stole the idea from Shikara, so uh, they can piss off. All right. And uh, so, yeah, my uh, two cent. Yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, Raw on the ground was terrible. We jumped. Uh, it was stupid. Uh, it was in a closet at the performance center. It was dumb then and still will be dumb even if they revive it. So uh, praise the Lord for Raw on the ground being canceled. Baba Yetu getting pushes and now he's on the main roster because uh, he got drafted to Raw, right? I think that's that was the official thing that he got drafted on Raw. So, uh, yeah, Baba Yetu, uh, you know, debuting on Raw Underground, getting drafted. So, uh, yeah, Raw Underground, trash. The show, trash. 
Uh, trash. Okay. I want to give a little bit more speaking time to Jeremy because I, I really do want to hear what he says about our first topic. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, that's fine. We can go backwards. I mean, why the fuck not? I mean, guess. Yeah. I mean, he's late. It's okay. Get him, let, let him speak his mind. No, All right. he fucked up. He don't get no topic. He had no chance. Of well, no, I do want to hear this, though. <laughs> fuck you, Jeremy. This. Let's go to the third topic. <laughs> oh, and Chaz is, there he goes. I thought Chaz was frozen for a second. Uh, well, no, y'all, y'all were frozen. Fuck y'all. Y'all were frozen. I wasn't frozen. You were frozen. If you're frozen to us and all of us are frozen to you, then it's Anyway. All right. Was Io Shirai's NXT – is Io Shirai's NXT top uh, championship run a waste of time? Was that the first topic? That was the first topic. Yeah. I mean <laughs> – It's pretty lackluster. I, I won't lie. Um, there's so much she could do. You got a lot of good matches, but you just keep the Ray, aka Mrs. Gargano. Which, if we're gonna talk about that, like, fuck that they keep like feeding us Johnny Gargano, like Johnny No Gimmick, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny whatever his nickname is for week in and week out. The best thing that ever happened to Johnny Gargano was he got turned on by Champa in the DIY split. And they even realized they weren't a good tag team. That's why they know the tag titles for that long. Um, yeah, no, I mean, lackluster, for real. Give Dakota Kai a chance. I'd I, I like to see her hold the belt. I mean, literally, Ember Moon, um, Tony Storm, hell, you know, Rhea Ripley. G- give me somebody other than ESRI. Why, why, why is her uh, reign lackluster, though? I mean, who's she really beating, though? Like, she's beating Dakota Kai and beating Candice LeRae. Who else? Sasha Banks. Who? Sasha. Oh, she beat Sasha Banks. For the yeah. in, in the title match? Yeah, yeah, that was at the Great American Bash. Yeah, she beat uh, Sasha. Oh, the yeah. Match. So, we're going we're to send one of our top Raw talents down to face the NXT champion to give the NXT champion a little, little rub because we know we're not going to send Sasha back to – USA on win because that's going to make a lot of sense because how they turn out for Charlotte? It didn't, so that's great. Um, yeah, no, I mean, besides those, I mean, she's she has a face Rhea Ripley, or if she did, it, it probably didn't matter, and Rhea probably should have won the match. Um, look, I, can't, I don't have a dog in the fight here because I think AEW's wins, uh, women's division is terrible too. Oh, it is. Don't get me started on that. So <laughs> – Basically, like I'm grasping the straws here, boys. Like, if you want to watch a good NX, a, a good women's match, uh, tune into the main roster and watch like, watch Belair, you know, watch uh, watch Sasha Banks, whenever uh, Seth Rollins' wife comes back from being pregnant, watch her. Uh, Andrade's girlfriend, she's pretty decent. Ronda's coming back. Who? Oh, oh, that's adorable. Okay, uh, so now I know when to go cook my food and, like, take a shit or something because I don't give a damn about her. Her 15 seconds of fame lasted all the way up to a Holly Holm head kick and ever since she ain't been, she ain't been straight in the head. Amanda Nunez had a, you know, shun cleaned her. Like, that's like if you told me, oh, yeah, well, Conor McGregor's coming back to fight Khabib again. Well, he done his ass once, so, like, do I really care? 
So we gave her this historical push where she beat up Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, who's not a wrestler, by the way, you know, and, oh, she gets to come out to Roddy Rowdy Piper with her stuff one, and that's adorable too, but I don't care. And, um, yeah, I mean, Ronda's not marketable to me other than she was a UFC champion and claimed to be the baddest woman on the planet. But how can you be the baddest woman on the planet whenever you got knocked out back-to-back times? I'm sorry, the only thing that was the saddest woman on the planet. Next. Yeah. Oh, hey, really quick. I want to get through some of these chats that we've been getting in the chat, right? Uh, somebody said, uh, Michael said, wanting to bring back the boogeyman. That's not going to happen. WWE, here's a good one, though. Sheila has says, WWE writing has been awful since they ended the Attitude Era, just my opinion. Um, Disagree. Yeah, I'm not going to be honest. Some of the storylines, if you go back and watch some of the storylines in the Attitude Era, they were just as bad. Uh, that hasn't changed. Um, some people said, just showing you guys some love. Lita was the last female wrestler. Oh, I remember seeing, love. Uh, Lita was the last female wrestler I remember seeing who truly put 100% into everything. Um, just- yeah, I might not have to agree with that one. Oh, no, 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 no. Kick that person out the chat. Who is that? Lita's a lot. Who are they? I can't. Get I can't him a Who are you trying to say then, Idol? That's, no, no. Getting it, no. Someone no. asked Red Dog, what no. are you writing about? Um, I'll talk about it after this podcast. Um, uh, WWE is the best wrestling network. I disagree. I'm going to, uh, so I had to leave. Uh, WWE writing is crap, in my opinion. I lost interest in it years ago when the wrestlers had no character or no charisma. Which I feel like all of us can to, to talk about that one. We could value that. Uh, the wrestling has been crap for decades. People have been saying it. Um, people, say that they, people say they love enjoying listening to us, which definitely, thank you guys for, like you said, paying attention, uh, listening to us. Jeremy, how are you feeling? question for you. Can I talk about how they said wrestling was terrible for decades? Fuck you watching. Like, what kind of wrestling are you watching? <laughs> like, back, let's hold a headlock for 10 minutes, brother. Like, wrestling's been good and no characters. Okay, so are uh, you telling me, like, circa 2004, SmackDown wasn't, like, the hottest product that we had out right at the time? Yeah, but if you look at Raw, Raw wasn't that good. That Raw wasn't that good. I mean, so we had, we had a great Friday night. We had a terrible Monday morning or Monday afternoon. Monday evening, night. Tuesday morning. Where are anyway. these people that are, like, getting their ideas? Oh, the Attitude Era was so great because we had brawl and panty matches and we had beer in the ring. And First we of all, these, are, these are blood. definitely females who are putting that in there, <laughs> just to put it out there. Um, anyway, back to your question, Jeremy. How are you exactly. feeling? I feel great. Okay, I wish I could go bump around. I wish I could do a lot more. But my dad, a.k.a. Clifford, told me I wasn't allowed to. My girlfriend told me I wasn't allowed to, and my mom told me I wasn't allowed to. Shout out, mom. I know you're not watching this, though. So here we go. Some people say, haha, you guys are so funny. Uh, dog, the next time he rides with you, West Virginia, just remember the podcast. Uh, Baba Bubui. <laughs> uh, some people need to have a rest, uh, personality. Lou, love the belt. Um, it's so shiny, very shiny, and then people are laughing. So I just want to make sure that – are people who are paying attention to us that we're not leaving them out in the cold. Oh, awesome. Like I said uh, earlier, appreciate everyone for tuning in. So, uh, well, this is perfect segue. Uh, AEW belt being uh, broadcasted here in the three count uh, war room. Anthony has his, uh, his son's AEW toy replica belt. Here, it's mine. I'll fight my son for this shit. 
That doesn't help my, that doesn't help the case. Um, <laughs> so, uh, last debate topic for uh, today's show is uh, this past Wednesday night on Dynamite, it was uh, the anniversary show. So, we have reached one year of Dynamite uh, on TNT, and a lot of things have happened over the year. Now, of course, we didn't expect the pandemic to happen in the first year of a brand new uh, wrestling promotion on network TV. So, a year of dynamite. What does AEW have to do to continue to be successful? That is the topic. Also, JJ uh, is out. His Wi-Fi went out. So, uh, thoughts and prayers out for his Wi-Fi. <laughs> Thank you, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Nope, gotta uh, send up thoughts and prayers out for that Millersville University Wi-Fi because uh, guess what? His tuition is definitely not paying for that. So, <laughs> uh, a year of dynamite. What does it have to do to continue to be successful? I'm specifically going to leave Lou and Justin or Chris Idol last. Oh my uh, goodness! Uh, Let Justin go first too. Absolutely not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jeremy, you want to go first? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I always enjoy uh, burying AEW whenever I get a chance. No, in all seriousness, I'm not going to bury them, anything like that. First of all, you want to have an established tag division. Why the hell was Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page your tag champions? Two great singles wrestlers who have done it all over the world. Why were they your tag champions? They, they go out there and have instant classics every time, and I know Idol loves but, but Kenny Omega was literally the, the five-star machine bout. Like, he was the bout machine, whatever. Whatever Dave Meltzer called him, that was stupid, but picked up. And I just said it, so that's kind of stupid. Adam Hangman Page, great. Women's division, non-existent. Uh, your heavyweight champion, say hello to anybody who was ex-WWE, pretty much. Chris Jericho, I love that he was our first champion. I thought he did very well with it. Um, get away from all the blood. We're in the modern era. If you want to stick with this, why is Cody? Cody Rhodes is becoming Ric Flair. He's getting busted open whenever he picks up the microphone. Also, Cody Rhodes, stop putting yourself the fuck over. We know you're the booker. Like, what? what? This isn't no, like, we're at the bingo hall. Excuse me? I thought you weren't going to bury him. Now, you see, like, I want to send a formal apology to Cody Rhodes because if he ever sees this, I would love to work for AEW. I did call you a sack of potatoes once, and I did not mean that. You if you were, though, you'd be like a golden spud. Like, you'd be like high <laughs> potato. Like a twice-baked potato. Something like that. You're not but an no. Idaho. You're an Irish potato. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, and all realness – the TNT title doesn't matter to me. Why? Because Cody Rhodes held it. Then Brody Lee held it. And I was kind of getting invested in the Brody Lee thing. I'm like, cool, because he has a faction. It makes sense. But then he lost it back to Cody, who was supposed to be off TV for a while, but somehow just dyed his hair black and like acted like the new ex-girlfriend who just found a new man. Came back Long now. with a new swagger and won the title. Shocker. No, really. Shocker. Um, Orange Cassidy's one of your best things you got going on, but 
his gimmick really only works in front of a crowd. And, well, no crowd. So, you know, you, you wasted a lot of potential stuff that you wanted to do for these ratings, like that mimosa, like, mayhem match. You know, you had the street fight with the best friends at LAX, like all this stuff that would have been so great for TV and a live crowd. And you do it like it's an indie taping. And it makes no sense to me. And then also, if somebody doesn't get Sammy Guevara away from Matt Hardy, I swear, Matt Hardy is a, is, he is a wrestling delicacy. Save that man at all costs. Because he's only, he, from a guy who has a concussion right now, he's got like a grade 12. I don't even know if that's a thing. But I promise you, he didn't even know how to get back to the back. He was stumbling more than me after four tequila shots. Like, he, he was done. He was done. So, um, AEW, if you want to continue to stick around, there's only – there's three different things. Do better. Don't be so predictable. And why is MJF not on every fucking show? Like, seriously. He's probably your hottest talent that you got going on, and you're handcuffing him to doing just promos. You guys know he's a good wrestler? You probably did because he's wrestled like twice in his whole career there. But he's a really good wrestler. That's all I got to say. All right, Cliff. Um, I think the, the funny thing is, is, and I agree with like a lot of points that Jeremy made, um, stop, like, stop pushing XWWE talent. You guys have a roster underneath you guys. You guys need to continue pushing your roster. Okay, like... Obviously, you know, you brought up the point that uh, Orange Cassidy's gimmick only works when there's a crowd around. Now they're starting, to get, they're starting to build up a light crowd. Like, you can kind of feel like OC's, like, you, you feel it. But the problem is that OC, his whole character is that he doesn't wrestle all the time. He only wrestles, like, every once in a while. So you should definitely make that a thing still, right? Um, Matt Hardy, as we said, like, you know, he was stumbling worse than Jeremy drinking one tequila shot. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know what, Jeremy, I've seen you drink. Don't, don't try to patch yourself off. Um, anyway, so as much as you want to be like, yo, it's one tequila floor. That's where you're at. So anyway, my point being, though, you're, is, my, you're my second favorite white person on the show now. That's I'm acceptable. Um, with that being said, though, one of the things that I really think that they need to do going forward is they really need to drive these people that people aren't familiar with, right? So, like your MJFs, we need to really start seeing more of, like, SCU. We want to see more of, you know, like, the Dark Order, but not necessarily Brody. We want to see the investments that you guys made in uh, Smash Brothers, you know? You guys obviously turned them, you know, Evil Uno and uh, Stu. I want to see more. I want to see more pushes as far as guy uh, in the women's division. I definitely need the women's division to get drawn a lot, draw more in. Um, I want to see, you know, I want to see the butcher and the blade get brought in and get really big pushes. I like seeing Eddie Kingston on our shows. It's just the crazy thing is, is that there's a lot of you guys have so much other talent out there, but we're just not utilizing those guys, and that's what I really want to start seeing. I love seeing Santana and Ortiz. I'd like to see those guys do their own thing, but we have to continue driving, like driving home. Like these are our talents. Like they're not WWE related talents and that's what we really need. So keep pushing your guys and stop getting guys. And as much as I love seeing Miro on AEW, I don't want to see Miro be the only one pushed. 
And fuck you guys, okay? Y'all oh, here look you like said, you said you said push and bring more of the door or the door order, and I absolutely it's not odd that you say that because Kara says that too. I guess I said it so much that my daughter actually says it now. <laughs> With the dork order? The yeah. Dork order. <laughs> they are. They are. They're a bunch of dorks. Um, all right. So uh, I think JJ's getting himself back together from his uh, terrible uh, school Wi-Fi. So I'll go next. Uh, a year of dynamite. So I want to say this. Um, I was there live at uh, DC for the first uh, episode of AEW Dynamite. I will never buy another ticket to a live show. Too. Yo, yes, yes, you are too. Yep. Um, after a yeah. year of watching Dynamite, what I won't probably buy another ticket to uh, a live Dynamite. Um, not to say that I dislike, that I don't enjoy some things on Dynamite. And I've said numerous uh, throughout uh, the year that AEW does things that I do not like. And while some things I do like. So, uh I got to agree with what uh, Cliff said here, you know, and same thing with Jeremy. Orange Cassidy, uh, I don't like him. I don't get the gimmick. I still don't get it. Uh, I just don't like it. I think it's completely trash. It's stupid. Like, I just don't like it. No. And his match with Cody, it was cool when he started actually not, you know, forgetting that he had a gimmick and started wrestling. I was like, oh, Orange Cassidy. Um. Their women's division, as I have done numerous times, is complete, utter garbage. I would rather watch, you know, bloody murder than watch the AEW women's division. Uh, Riho is garbage. I'm so glad the pandemic happened because that means she can stay her 12-year-old ass back in Japan. Uh, Let's see, who else is there? Uh, Chris Statlander? She's an alien. Yes. I'm honestly, I, I you know what? Fuck it, I don't care. I'm glad she got hurt because guess what? She's not on my TV screen. The AEW Women's Division, quite frankly, is the most god awful thing in professional wrestling. Right next to, uh, what was that thing that you sent uh, that you, we saw in the chat, Justin? Was it called Fire? Was it? What is, I don't even know what it's called, but what is it called? Uh, the the you talking about the customized uh, matches? Yes, that shit. For, for people with, with people with uh, wrestling fetishes. Yes, yes, that, that that's <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The AEW's women's division is worse than that. I rather watch that than watch the AEW women's division match. Britt Baker is the saving grace of that company, and yet they put her with fucking Skiavone. Why? Why? And then they get then they gave her Reba. They gave her Reba. Reba was cool. Now she got this whole, she just seems like a, a basic white bitch. That's what Britt Baker has become to. They have ruined the only thing that could have possibly been for their women's division. And don't get me started on Nyla Rose. They completely killed that off completely. Nyla Rose, the native beast. No, Nyla Rose, the native feast. That's what that is. She's not a beast. There's nothing. The AEW Women's Division makes completely no sense. Almost as bad as NXT's Women's Division right now. But nothing beats AEW Women's Division. It's just, it's complete trash. Moving on. The TNT title. I have to agree with Jeremy. It, uh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't. 
Cody having it for the first, you know, the first go around, I understood. I was like, all right, he can't, he can't, you know, challenge for it. Does he know the world title? He's a Jericho. Let's make sure we keep the stipulation going. And, and then, you know, then they had the random, you know, the indie talents coming in, giving them some shine. I liked it. Cool, cool, cool. I got it. I get it. When he lost it to Brody, I said, oh, now we're picking something up. Maybe we got something. And what happens? He loses it. To who? Cody, who just, you know, he had, he came back, he had black hair, looking like he just came out of, you know, Vampire Diaries with the black hair and the suit. <laughs> Two weeks later, he's back to having blonde hair. And what did he do? He wins the title again. And now we're back to the same old shit. So the TNT title, <clears throat> the tag team division. I hate Kenny Omega. Kenny Olivier as the tag team champion. Jazz fingers. Yeah. Good night. And shut up. Like, that was dumb. It was dumb to have two as as the tag team champions, especially your first one. They should have gave it to SCU. They should have gave it to Private Party. But they didn't. So, okay, fine. But then again, they let them hold the titles for this damn long is quite frankly atrocious. And it should be a slap in the face to all the actual tag teams that AEW have. Praise God, Allah, Buddha, or whatever religion that you so, you know, choose to believe in, whatever, you know, higher power you believe, thank them for FTR. Because quite frankly, when FTR won the belts, I did a whole praise dance in my living room. <laughs> Can we see it? Can we see the dance real quick? Uh, we would, but we, we we're on a time constraint for this show. But maybe next, <laughs> man, I got you on the season finale. I'll do a praise dance, and hopefully the women's division will be some type of decent then. It won't. Uh, who am I kidding? It Go won't ahead. be. That's a month from now. It won't. So, it's just, and then... The AEW World Championship. I like Moxley as first with the title. It was cool because it's Moxley, like Mox, and I like Mox. So not not to you know to credit not discredit Mox. I like Mox. Mox is you know it's cool as shit. He got the little walk in it. Like that shit gets me hype. But it's the same old shit. It's what I could have seen on Raw or. SmackDown, it's WWE guys. If I wanted to see Mox as champion, I would I would plug in SmackDown 2016 when SmackDown was goddamn good as shit. <laughs> or if I wanted to see Jericho as champion, I could have watched, I don't know. Shit, how many times he won the title back over there? I could have watched anything on the network. So uh in order for them to be successful, you got like Cliff said, you got a roster. Like you did a whole year before Dynamite even uh, debuted you had a whole year of you such and such is all elite such and such is all elite such and such is all elite but you're not showcasing these talents are these talents all elite or are they just all in catering because that's what it seems like and I and I know this sounds like I am ripping on dynamite right now and I and it but like I said there are things about dynamite that I enjoy and there are some things that I don't like, for example, I enjoyed the Karushita finally. I enjoyed Hukarushita. I enjoyed Thunder Rosa being on AEW. 
I enjoy the partnerships that they do. Like I enjoy uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus minus uh, Marco Stuncher Growth. Like I enjoy SCU. I enjoy FTR. There are things on the show that I like, and the thing that I like, they you know are actually the good stuff. They need to continue to do that. Push the talent that you already had. You don't need to sign any more WWE talent. I better not see another former WWE talent get signed in the next year of Dynamite. If if, if somebody else from, from WWE gets over the uh, AEW, I'm going to flip shit. I'm probably going to uh, stop watching it. That's probably a lot too. But that's what they need to do. They need to focus on the talent that they got. So with that being said, JJ, are you here? All right, he is here, very barely, but hey, you know, hey, that's that that's that Millersville Wi-Fi. That's what your tuition is paying for, kid. But uh, well, your take on AEW Dynamite, uh, a year of it. What do they need to do to be successful, or continue to be successful? So here's the deal. Hey, JJ. So um, I know I press, are you using your phone? Yeah. Ah, uh, I figured. Yeah. You got your headphones? Yeah. Jeez, your headphones suck ass. Yeah, we're about to mute you, bro. <laughs> Is that bad? It's that yeah, like it, yeah, it, yeah, it's that bad. You sound like a phone call. One of the we uh, you sound like you called into our radio show live on the air, <laughs> and you're listening to yourself on the radio, and your glasses are stupid. I was like, <laughs> my mom from Iraq, like, yeah, we have people on the line just ready, just telling us that uh, we can't, they can't hear you, so we're just gonna mute you, and we'll go right over to Ant- we'll go to Anthony. JJ okay, can you hear me now? Oh, we can hear you now. Whoa, 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 yeah. Oh. oh. Okay, so AEW sucks. Whoa, that was way better. What did you do? Just unplug the headphones? Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, yeah, they need to get rid of that garbage TV? show. Uh, the VPs are terrible. They're basically the new shovel, the new authority. Uh, the women's division is awful. I would rather... Uh, hmm... I'd rather watch Dragon Ball GT. Yikes. Um, I'd rather watch Dragon Ball GT uh, than see that women's division ever step foot in the ring ever again. Uh, They're that bad. They don't know what they're doing over there. Um, They don't have a plan. Um, They're basically just WWE but everyone just seems to like them because there's a new thing, if we're just going to be honest. They're signing a whole bunch of talent, and they're not using them. So they're basically just WWE. But you'll see in, like, a year two, year three. That's all for me, folks. All right, Lou, what you got? Here we go. We go Justin, I really want to go last on this. Oh, nope. you, you want me to go? Yeah, yes, please. Well, Anthony is giving his time okay. to you. All right. Here we go. Uh, this is okay. what I'm we gonna... have been all waiting for, ladies and gentlemen, all week. All right. We have been waiting for the man, Justin, the man, Chris Idol, the Idol Master, to talk about a year of dynamite. All right. So, 
You guys were really mean with your criticism. Especially Chaz. Chaz was like, yeah, I'm not going to shit on dynamite, but here's my garbage truck filled with cow manure that I'm just going to, you know, just dump right here in the studio real quick. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually going to offer some constructive criticism. There's a, there's a few things that they should do. Uh, number one, um, utilize the talent that they have. They have a lot of people signed. I think I saw an article that said there are 82 people signed to AEW. And I swear we see like the same rotation of like 15 on Dynamite, if that, give or take. So I would like to see them utilize the people that they already have more. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I low-key forgot that Jack Evans and, and Helico worked in AEW. I feel like I haven't seen them since, like, episode two. Like, legit, legit. So that that would be my first thing. Uh, number two, I think they should hire some – I think they should hire somebody to to fine-comb details. Like, I, I, I notice a lot of, like, plot holes in this in, – and a lot of things that they do. And it, it's not – you know, it happens. Plot holes happen. So I think that would be a good position for them to uh, – hire somebody for it just to comb through and make sure just make sure that things make sense um number let's see so the third thing um character development they gotta they gotta work they gotta work on that there are a few people on the show that have like really strong characters but there's a lot of people on the show that character wise i just don't get because they never took the time to explain it. And I don't mean like Excalibur or JR saying like a, a sentence on commentary. I mean like I'm talking like character pieces, like this is this guy, this is what this guy is all about, this is this guy's background. This is why he's the way he is. I think that would have worked well for Orange Cassidy. Because I'm like Chad, I don't like Orange Cassidy because I don't get Orange Cassidy and I think it's stupid. But I may have been more on board if from jump, they were like, this is Orange Cassidy. This is why Orange Cassidy is like this. Uh, this is why he does what he does. And finally, and I think this is the most important thing they need to do for continued success. Uh, I'm sure, you know, there, there's a wrestler named Chris Benoit that I'm sure Tony Khan is very familiar with. So what I need Tony Khan to do is go to his home gym, because I'm sure he has one. And I need him to get a piece of gym equipment and I need him to take the gym equipment and do you just can. like this and just fucking hang himself because I fucking hate Tony Khan. He needs to get the fuck out of here. Like he can be the owner, but he needs to get the fuck out of there. The decision making process. Go tell him to go do his fucking business shit and leave the wrestling to someone that knows wrestling. He is not that person. He has never been that person. He will never be that person. And I need him to understand that. What 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 happened? On AEW's continued success. Oh. Lou, saw you, buddy. Oh my God! How do you follow that? First of all, Kevin Sullivan did it, but oh my God, how do you follow that? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anthony, it's one of you, buddy. First off, first off, first off, first off. Okay. So, everyone, last one of y'all bashed AW for three minutes before you said 30 seconds of anything good. So, um, Dustin, I feel like you actually like Tony Khan, but you want to look cool and you you're like, I hope he dies. No, absolutely fucking not. Everybody's mad at Tony Khan for, for the money that the cons have put into this company. Do I agree? Do I agree with you that the EDP, the EDP, so Cody, the Young Bucks should stay off camera? Absolutely. But they sell to their fans. And their fans flock to that. That's what's made them successful. Um, women's division, I agree with you. You have to do better. Uh, uh, hands down. The tacking division, uh, I liked the run of uh, Paige and uh, Kenny because they really had nothing for them to do in the two hours of the only show that they have because fucking god awful AEW of Dark is just a fucking stomp, stompy ground for fucking people that don't get fucking matches that need wins. Um, Mox, dude. Mox is the number one wrestler of, of this last year. So absolutely, keep that title on him. What do they need to do to get better? They need to keep that title on him for a long, long time. They need to give the title to. Unfortunately, you guys, you. I'm gonna go back a little bit. Sorry. So you guys said AW WWE superstars should not uh, have titles or should not be getting pushes, but you guys all FTR drooling down your chin. Guess what? They're prior WWE too. Um, Let's see. Uh, but yes, I agree that, that FTR should not have that titles. I think SEU, Private Party, should have those titles. Um, Sammy Guevara. See, I, I'm a big Sammy Guevara fan just because he's so athletic. Um, I think they need to have better writing for him. Um, other than that, they have to have that. To, to continue to grow, I think they should go through a third hour, really. I mean, everybody's going to hate on it, but a third hour would be able to, they would be able to get more out of it. Um, and I see all, oh, <laughs> his face is the best. Sorry, but not least. You just said for them to go to a third hour? Okay, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'd rather inject bleach. Okay, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But raw, even when raw was good, three hours is too long. Yeah, I got three say, hours I, is I, what I makes think, raw bad. But, but the I thing think is, is three raw hours is of any wrestling show. But the is thing a is, thing. okay. So if that's the case, then at on top of that, on top of, do something different with with the AEW Dark because what made WWE good was having two main shows. Dynamite needs that or extend to a third hour. And that's what, logically, with TNT, that would make sense. Um, Orange Cassidy, dude, I'm an Orange Cassidy fan. That dude can wrestle. The, the whole hand in the pants, the, the, the everything that he does, I get that you guys don't like that. That's not a cup of tea. But the dude can wrestle. Um, stop signing. WWE superstars, 100%. You have people out there like Will Hobbs, who can, uh, needs a push. You have people out there like 
like Angelico and uh, Jack Evans that you need to give pushes to. I agree with that. But there are a few WWE superstars that need pushes. Brody Lee should have had that, kept that title 100%. Give it back to him and let the let the dark order continuously do what they're doing because it's selling. Um, Thank order. Shut up, JJ, and take your goddamn glasses off. Nobody cares. Your plan was. Go study a book, JJ, because you didn't watch another brand. Go study a book. That's what you're in college for. Um, if you're going to push FTR, continue doing what you're doing with him now because that makes them heal. Um, Bates left talked about this. The chase of a title for good guys is always better than the bad guys chasing the title. Uh, so with, with that, uh, with that TNT title, keep it, keep it on somebody that's a heel though. And it shouldn't be Cody, even if it's somebody good, it shouldn't be Cody. Um, but give other people chances is one one of the best things. Thank you, Justin, for saying that stuff that you said, but uh, also Tony Khan should stay. Mm, His money should stay. I feel like if Tony Khan whipped out his butt cheek, you would you would kiss it. Listen, I would. I would kiss it. I would take his money, and then after I have it and it cleared, I would go back to talking shit about him. Yes, you, I would. You even said that you wouldn't sign with AEW if they signed. Here's all right. Let me let me let me retort something because Anthony's out here like you guys bashed him for three minutes and I felt like I gave like constructive criticism to AEW about how to help. For Thirty seconds. I, my mouth. I make points my were point. very valid. That fourth yeah. one, and eh, that's where the debate comes in. I think it should happen. Here's what here's here's like the biggest problem, right? That we're seeing, and and you made you made the point, Anthony, that we all kind of made. You got to stop pushing ex WWE guys. You have a roster that's deep. With AEW guys, push those guys. You want the third hour? Cool. Watch AEW Dark. You made the point that AEW Dark should be a show where guys get get pushed, and not like, and not like we get to watch these matches where it's like, hey, Brody Lee is going to be wrestling John Smith from wherever. Like we don't really care. We want good matches. Shut your mouth. We want good matches from those guys we legitimately keep telling people like yo we don't need a third hour of dynamite because we have dark and those matches on dark should be good matches i should be able to want to watch dark in the first year that dark was running i was 100 percent invested why because i was like yo like here's some good matches here's some great matchups and then all of a sudden it changed and we started seeing like like no disrespect right lane like we love you mike reed being on the show we knew Mike Reed wasn't going to win. So why am I paying attention to a show where I know the guys aren't going to win? So why do I care? But if we had more matches where it was like SCU versus Private Party, or if we had matches like Jungle, uh, Jungle Express versus, you know, FTR, like I would watch those matches because I would legit want to see who's going to win. But the problem, though, is that we're not investing in those talent. We're investing in these other stupid talents that doesn't matter. And I'm just – I'm not – I'm not invested into – AEW because of it. Like, invest in your people. Build those stars up. Don't give me Lucha How- Don't give me Luchasaurus versus, you know, Johnny Ringo. Okay, I want, I want you to face Johnny Ringo. Time. What if 
Cliff, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I agree and disagree. Um, yes, Dark should showcase more of AEW's actual talent than bringing in enhancement talent. But the way that they're looking at it, and I can understand this, is they're almost trying to do this like how FCW or OVW used to do it back in the day and bring in talent to see if they're worth bringing back for more, if they're marketable, because they don't necessarily have a developmental. So they're using AEW Dark as their developmental. And obviously it's working because, like we were talking about earlier, Ben Carter, who showed out against Scorpio Sky and had a great match back and forth. And I was very invested in the match, and I'm not very invested in many things on Dark uh, because, you know, there's a guy that wrestles in New Jersey that has long hair and wrestles on Dark a lot. And his tag part is a lot better than he is, but I don't like him. And you probably know his name's like JJ or something like that. He's a bad, bad boy. Anyway, um, yeah, no, so they have a lot of great talent. They bring a lot of great guys in. And Ben Carter just got signed to NXT. Obviously, he wouldn't have got noticed unless he was on Dark. And, I mean, he might have, but it made it that much easier. And it does help, like, not only improve – the wrestlers that are signed to AEW, but it improves the indie talent that's brought in because it gets new eyes on them and maybe they get brought back. Maybe they get signed. Almost all of the dork order or the dank order or whatever the hell you want, the dark order, uh, Super Smash Bros, you know, you got Tim, who's Preston Vance or Cody Vance or whatever his name is, Vanilla Vance. He was in a squash match. Now he's part of the dark order. Alan Angels was in a squash match. Now he's part of the Dark Order. They're having tag matches. They're winning. John Silver and Alex Reynolds, what did they start out by doing? Jobbing out. But now what are they? They're like one of the main components of the Dark Order. So you can't sit here and tell me that, you know, some of these matches just don't make sense and stuff like that because it's still decent storytelling. Yes, if you give me, like, uh, shout out to Vinny uh, Pacifico, who's going to be on AEW Dark this week. But I have zero belief that you're going to beat Wardlow. And that that's makes a problem. That's what that I'm talking about, me. though. That's fine. That's fine. But let's say AEW wants to build a cruiserweight division. Well, Vinny would be great for that because he's 205 pounds. Okay. But when they, had, when they had Mr. Grimm on there and Mr. Grimm lost to Wardlow, we didn't see him get brought back. Here's another Actually, one. Actually, he's back the next night. Here's another, here's another great example. He's part example. of Mike Tyson's entourage. Okay, cool. Anyway, have you yeah. seen him since? Did my, you share the ring with Mike Tyson? Here's my other problem that I have, right? Where's Abaddon? Y'all had her on the show. Y'all made her on the main roster. Guess where she's not? I believe she's hurt. I'm just like, yo. And, but here's the other part I credit them with, right? Because I, I can't I – can't, I have to get the flip side. Anna <sighs> Jay is doing amazing things on – as part of the Dark Order. I, I give credit – but I just saying, like, where did she start out at, Cliff? Where did she start? Hey, she did. She lost three matches, right? And then they brought her on. But they also they also red herringed us because they gave her that big package where they're like, "Hey, check out Anna Jay's intro package." And then, bam, here came Abaddon and destroyed her. But I, my problem though is that we don't. Some of these guys that we see come on the show, like they're there for like one or two matches, and that's it. They're gone. And we don't see any investment back into them. I just want to see matches with their main roster on Dark. That's what I want. Because I think that's what's going to get me back interested into the rest of the roster. TH2 versus um, the Jungle Express. TH2 versus, you know, whoever. I don't care. They just I want talent that has been showcased a lot on Dynamite back on 
dark. I don't believe that TH2 beats any of the tag teams in AEW, so that doesn't make that much sense to me. You got yeah, it. Jack Evans, who is famous for being super flippy before it was cool and was a break dancer. You got Angelica, who the only thing I ever remember him doing is jumping off the warehouse during Lucha Under, uh, was that Lucha Underground and drop kicking the guy off the ladder or whatever it was. The big bumpy toe probably took five years off of his career. Um, I'll counter that with saying, let's make dark a little bit longer. Give the new talent their time to shine to see if they're worth bringing back. Obviously, a lot of guys can't continue to just show up, show up in Florida to do it. They can't keep coming to the powerful factory or the nightmare factory, whatever it's called now, and getting on. You know, everybody has normal life. They're trying to make a living and rest. Make it a little bit longer. Let's, why not splice it? I don't hear anybody complain whenever their local favorite guy, whenever Rawls in Baltimore and Braun Sherman beats him up, everybody's like, oh, did you see my boy? He was on this. Or, oh, my boy did the No Way Jose Conga line. What point was the No Way Jose Conga line? Because every time I was at Raw, they just walked around the ring and then went to the back. But everybody loved it because, oh, so-and-so, that's at this local promotion was on there. How great for him to get some TV time. Or, oh, so-and-so is a security guard. But you know what? AEW is doing it right because they're putting them in actual matches. It's not like, oh, so-and-so is just a security guard. Oh, so-and-so is just in a damn conga line or part of a little rosebuds. No, AEW is, is respecting the talent that these independent wrestlers are and bringing them in and having them have matches, whether they only get two things off or not. So I will credit them on that. Make Dark a little bit longer. Have, have, have matches with your actual roster and then have some of your squash matches. And, you know, now you got a show. Now you have a second show. To finish this out, what does AEW need to do to be successful for another year? Right now, nothing. They just need to continuously do what they're doing, evidently, because it's working. But let's talk about the third year. Let's talk about the third year. and Let's see what the second year brings. But right now, everything is working for them. True shit. True shit, though. Uh, and, you know, in a nutshell. But, yeah. Uh, I knew this was going to get heated. And that's why I made sure I, this was a, uh, what you call it? This was a topic. So, uh, we're going to move on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those of you who are still with us here uh, on YouTube, thank you for uh, checking us out. So, it's now time for Cliff's uh, Red Dogs uh, Power Ranking! Da, 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 da. I just went out and just muted JJ again. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, right? So uh, I do want to caveat this with saying I do have an honorable mention, and I felt like she needed to be mentioned because, you know, she made her debut on NXT. It's been a long time since we've seen her, but Tony Storm is our honorable mention for this week. Normally, I don't have an honorable mention, so this is kind of like a big deal for me to actually have someone on there. So let's get into number 10, where, you know, Chaz is going to shoot this list right off the jump. Number 10, as far as best matches for this week, Johnny Gargano comes in at number 10. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, let's get into number nine. Number nine, though, yeah. let's be real. And, and Johnny stats at number 10, there's just a lack of wrestling matches. Let's be real. And that's why Johnny slides in number 10. But number nine, I do want to give a lot of love to this match because I definitely 
love seeing his team more and more. And I know like it's going to, it's going to turn eventually, but Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary, let's give it up for that. Cause they're, they were really good. I love their tag match. Number eight. Uh, I got to give credit to the partner, but I always do like to, you know, reward the winner. Uh, Andrew Garza makes our list. Uh, number seven, let's be real, man. Chaz talked about it. It's his favorite part of AEW. Hakuro Shida makes our list at number seven. Number six. I didn't say all that. I just just put words in your mouth and you're welcome. So number six, we're going to give it up to Kevin Owens. Uh, I loved his matchups. Like he looks great. Number five. I, okay. I have to preface this. I, I love this match. I wish I could have rated it higher. I just felt like as good of a match as it was, as great as the storytelling it was. Unfortunately, these other matches were a lot better, and I do have to give props where I get props. But number five is the New Day. Um, let's be real. Like the the re- reunion of the bar with uh, uh, Nakamura in there as well. Like I just love this whole thing. Number four though, Damian Priest. Because let's be real, that match was fire. And I definitely love every minute of it. Number three, the guy that we've been talking about this whole time, John Moxley makes this list. Uh, number two, we've got to bring it up. Chaz is going to go apeshit for this one because, you know, AJ Styles makes this list. And then last but not least, our number one spot. Let's be real, man. We talked about this and... We've kind of beat this to death about this man, uh, but he did have a fire match. I do have to give props because, you know, Chaz said it. When he can wrestle, OC looks phenomenal. And here's the thing. Cody gets this spot because, you know what, it was a, I thought it was a great match. It kept my interest the whole time. I didn't look away from it. And this was tough because I was watching, trying to watch NXT at the same time. So, you know, AEW gets that top spot for this week. So there's my power rankings. All righty then. I like all uh, kiddos rankings actually. Nah, Choice nah. Big data. I don't hate. I only hate number ten. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's the uh, podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I um, also want to put out there that uh, for also I'm dropping knowledge and uh, secrets for the season finale, which will be uh, next month in November. The uh, the exact date will be announced next week. Um, but. We will be doing the uh, yearly power rankings. So power rankings for the year. Uh, Cliff will uh, have that for you all for the season finale of the Three Count Podcast. So uh, with that being said, I want to give a huge uh, shout out to all of our uh, live viewers on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in and watching us live. Uh, you got to hear the show before everyone else did on the podcast. So uh, big shout out to you all. Make sure you follow Three Count Podcasts on all social media platforms at Three Count underscore Pod or just Three Count Pod. Uh, buy a shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees, and uh, you know what? Follow us on TikTok for all my TikTokers out there. We're on TikTok, and um, yeah, that's the show. So, with that being said, uh, I'm Chaz Evans here with the Red Dog Cliff Miller. Here with the Idol Master, the Swole One himself, uh, Chris Idol, Lou the Franchise with his AEW World Championship because he'll never win that belt in real life. And also here for the man that deserves an Oscar, a Grammy, a Tony Award, a Kids' Choice Award, a Nickelodeon Teen Choice Award, the People's Award, the American Music Awards, all the awards, he deserves it. The man, 
the one, the only, the man that is the face of Studio 22. Yes, I definitely said that, Andino. You can fight me later on it. Jeremy Showtime Grimes, also for my little brother, JJ, and his uh, Millersville Wi-Fi. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Three Count Podcast. Tune in next time for the Three Count Podcast. So be there or be somewhere else. Hello, Three Count Podcast. If you enjoy what you're watching and you wouldn't mind going out your day to support us, go follow us on Twitter at Three Count underscore pod, Instagram, Three Count Pod. And if you want to look drift out like your boy JJ, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash the Three Count Pod, and it's the number three. Oh, and by the mention, we have a YouTube channel, so go check that out. The Three Count Podcasts with the number three. JJ out.